song. Great. Good morning and Happy New Year to all of you. On behalf of the leadership and eldership team at Seaberg, I want to welcome you. If you're online, welcome. Uh, and we're very excited to be in 2023. Are you all excited? I love that exuberance. I love that excitement. Uh, to the guys on the balcony, I don't think they ever say hello to you guys. Al, how are you, buddy? Boogie? Yeah, I'm just looking. Who do I know up there? Yeah, great. Dave, I can see you and Sarah over there. Yeah, there's a light reflecting from a windscreen right in my eye. So, yeah, the Shekinah glory. <laughs> great, great. So this is just my prop table. I'm trying to get this up and going as well. So hopefully that can work there. So I can get going. I can smell it already. It smells good. Not the potatoes, what's in the potatoes. Uh, that's great. Anyway, so this morning, uh, we're going to be looking at what I want, feel is just what God laid upon my heart. You want to know how I got this talk. I was in Boxburg uh, visiting. Uh, I had a few assignments to go and do. I'm going to tell you how I got onto this talk. And I was at this little, uh, little cafe shop. And then met with someone, an apostolic uh, guy in the realm of advance, and we had a chat, and then he left. I got up and I went to the loo. And as I lift the toilet lid, I saw the word triumph. I'm like, wow, that's great. Except for one thing. When I walked out, I saw the little, uh, little logo at the top for women. So I walked into the wrong loo. The men were just two, way, uh, two loos down the way. So I'm like, oh my goodness. They all look the same, but I didn't look up. But I saw something on the toilet seat that said triumph. I then messaged the person I met with, I'm not going to mention his name, and his response was simply, I shared something on triumphant living. And I'm like, wow. He says, just go and check out this text. And then I pondered upon 2 Corinthians chapter 2. We're not going to read that yet. And I thought, wow, Lord, let me sit with this thing, let it mellow inside of me. And there was another text I was looking at as well, you know, living on the promises of God, not being fearful. Uh, and I thought, now what do I do? What, where are we going with this? And I thought, do I check in with Derek and, and John Wilde? What are they sharing? Because this is three Sundays. It's, uh, you know, uh, standalone messages. And I thought, what are they going to be talking about? I said, Lord, just lead me well, and hopefully your spirit will, you know, connect the talks that are going to be following in line with this. God is always a God of order. So his spirit leads us well. But you all know we just celebrated the World Cup, right? Who, who loves football? Okay. So we had the World Cup, and there was this great parade that was happening when Argentina won the World Cup. <laughs> Everybody's quiet. I was backing Morocco, I will tell you that. So I thought, here's a North African country. I'm right behind you guys. I want you guys to win. They did very well, I must say. And I thought, wow. The next team I would support was Argentina. So just to let you know, my South American team, <laughs> anyway, so it was great to support them. But there was a parade. What I want to mention is Argentina came into a battle with France on that day, and it was a World Cup final second to none. If you watched it, you would actually confer with me. It was an amazing game. And it was touch and go, touch and go, touch and go, until they had the penalty shooter. That was also touch and go, and Argentina won. So they celebrated in Qatar, where the World Cup was happening. And then they go from there and celebrate in Argentina. And there's this huge parade. Come back home. Some of you have had inter-schools inter uh, sports events, have you? 
I've seen some of you running races and uh, you know, taking part in some activity. And then there's inter-schools or inter-houses in the same school. You do this track events and field events. And then there's one team or one house that actually wins. And that team will actually parade with a flag or whatever house you belong to. They'd walk down the track and say, yeah, we're the winners. And there's be a great acclamation and applause for this particular sports team. And today, Paul is bringing us to something in line with that. He's coming to bring us to what is the triumphant parade, a procession that we find in Scripture. So the first part of this thing is he's saying, hang on, we are led in a triumphal procession. Just like with uh, Messi and the Argentina, he led the team in triumphant procession. The same at your school when you had your sports team uh, winning or your house into house, your house won. There was a person who would lead the team up front and it was in a great and exhilarating moment. So the picture Paul gives us is similar to that. In this case, it was a picture of a general coming home in war victory. He would come into the main area of Rome, and he would celebrate that. What is required is that this general is a commander in the army. He had to be a commander. He had to beat a multitude of people. He had to take over a territory, and he's recognized by the Senate of Rome as he comes in, and they celebrate him as a victorious person. So Paul, in the second letter to the Corinthians, he brings an exhortation to us. There's correction, but today we're looking at exhortation. The text we'll be examining today is focusing on Paul as he encourages us today. And I wanted to see as an encouragement for 2023. He wants them to know that Christ brings victory, that he's the one who works in and through us. So let us look at the text before us. I'm reading from the uh, ESV. But thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma or the fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one a fragrance from death to death, to the other a fragrance from life to life. Who is sufficient for these things? In verse 16. For we are not, like so many, peddlers or hucksters of God's word, but as men of sincerity, as commissioned by God, in the sight of God, we speak in Christ. So let me start off with, from verse 17. Verse 17 brings out something beautiful. And I want to lay the groundwork for us as leaders. For we are not like so many peddlers of God's word, but as men of sincerity, as commissioned by God, in the sight of God, we speak in Christ. God has assigned us to be servant-hearted leaders, to lead his people, to lead them into what he has called us to lead him into. And that's it, uh, what he's called us, what he's worked by his spirit within us, what he's urged us to do. We want to be obedient to that. Amen, class? Amen, Megs? Joyce? Derek? Where are you guys? Where's all the deacons? Hey, Lou? That's what God, we want to follow in that procession as the folk that are not hucksters or peddlers of the gospel. It's not for our own good, but for the glory of God. So Paul first encourages them by speaking of and expresses thanksgiving for two reasons in this verse. The first reason is the triumph that we have 
in Christ. The second reason Paul is thankful in this verse is that God uses us to spread the knowledge of him as a sweet aroma or fragrance. So Paul says, he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. The, the New Living Translation uh, actually does a different interpretation. It says, uh, where it says, you are brought into God's family. Once we were alienated from him, we were darkness. He brings us into his marvelous light, and now we are his bondservants. And Paul likes to say that I'm no longer dead in my sin and trans, uh, transgressions, but Christ has brought me into this new life. Now I'm a bondservant of Christ. But there's also another one where it alludes to where Paul says, but I'm also designated as one to lead triumphantly in the procession with Christ. So not only is he a servant of Christ, but he sees himself as a victorious member of God's great army and leading in a powerful way, even when he declares, I'm not ashamed of this gospel because it's the power of God unto salvation. So he goes into territories. Paul is leading the charge. Either picture works. The thing to see is that the Lord is victorious and his victory has impacted our lives. So the first reason is the triumph that we have in Christ. This is a reason to be thankful for. So Paul says, I thank my God for bringing me into this wonderful holy procession with him, this victorious procession. So we live in a victorious mode. Hence my theme this morning, triumphant living in Christ. It's not something that we do. It's what Christ does. Take note, Messi and the team had to go and do it on their own, as it was a man-made victory. Without them, while the players together, in our victorious procession with Christ, Christ does it in and through us. So there are several noteworthy factors about this victory. Firstly, it is God's victory. We are not victorious over sin and Satan on our own. We are thankful to God because he gives us the victory. Just like Argentina played the final with France. You remember there was a battle going on. Somebody had to win. The battle for our souls happened on the cross of Calvary. We sang so much about it today. The enemy, Satan himself, was conquered. He's a defeated foe. And now, when Christ brings us into his family, we are a triumphant uh, team to be reckoned with. We are triumphant uh, comrades now of this great gospel of Jesus Christ. So Paul writes that God leads us in triumph in Christ. The idea is that the triumph has already been won and we are part of the victory train. When we follow Christ, we follow the victor. Say that after me. When we follow Christ, we follow the the one who's been victorious. Just remember that. The second factor is that the triumph is in Christ and this is led by Christ himself. God leads us in Christ's triumph, not our own. It's in Christ's triumph that he leads us. This triumph was purchased on the cross, as I said, by Christ's precious blood. It is God's triumph when God overcame Satan. You remember Jesus on the cross? He said, it is finished. When he said it is finished, the power and works of Satan has no hold on those who put their trust in God. He's got no stronghold on us. That we are broken. The change that has bound us in sin is broken free. Hence, we can walk triumphantly in 2023. Like the rhyming, we are free 2023. So unlike Argentina, as I said, they had to battle and do it on their own. Christ did it for us. And guess what? 
It is once for all. You don't come back to it. Argentina, in four years' time, have to come and do it again. Just like France was trying to come and win it for the second time. So Argentina has to come and do it again if they want to uh, uh, get the trophy, win the trophy, the World Cup trophy. We don't have to do that. Christ has done it for us already. So the third noteworthy factor about this victory is that it is continual. God always leads us in triumph. Don't you want to see that this year? God leading you to triumph at school. And you say, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do the next grade. He's going to lead you in a triumphal procession. He's going to go before you. Oh, is the question, are you allowing him to lead you? Lord, I want you to lead me, but only here, not there. Only in this area of my life, not in that area of my life. Or are you going to say, Lord, I surrender to you because you're leading this procession. And because you're the victorious one, I want you to lead me. You've done it for me, you've done it in me, and you're going to do it for your glory. So when we allow, follow Christ, there's never defeat. Defeat is only experienced when we follow our own way. So Paul could write, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. More than a conqueror. Do you believe that today? So there's an assurance of our faith also in this. And I love the message translation where it says, in verse 14, where it says, in the Messiah, in Christ, God leads us from place to place in one perpetual victory parade. Ha <laughs> ha! Isn't that a great thing? You see, yeah, Argentina was celebrating Qatar, but they get up there and they go back to Argentina and they celebrate there as well. So everywhere we go, wherever God is leading us, into school, into college, into varsity, into work, there we are to come and parade as folk that are victorious. We walk tall in Christ. It's not of our own accord. Eh? If you know me as a person, there's a lot of battles inside of me. Eh? I sometimes underestimate who I am in Christ. But I have to keep running into. And my wife and daughter, they have to keep, get, you know, realign yourself, align yourself. You look at I'm the complete picture, I'm not. I, I was thinking of Wackhead Simpson. I'm probably a Wackhead sometimes, you know, in years. This crazy stuff happening. And I'm like, oh, how do I do this? How do I get this right? And yet I have to rely on Jesus at all times. Because eh? he's my light. He's my victorious warrior that leads me into a triumphal procession into whatever I face. Maybe it's a challenging year for you. You're like, wow, how am I going to do this? Maybe this, it's a business opportunity. Some of you are entrepreneurs, and you're like, how are we going to do it? Christ will lead you in triumphant procession. I don't know the details. He knows it. Because he fearfully and wonderfully created you and I in his image to display his very glory on earth. Max Ricardo draw on this picture with these words. The triumph of Christ is not temporary. Triumphant in Christ is not an event on occasion. It's not fleeting. To be triumphant in Christ is a lifestyle. You know, there's a holy swagger about it. Anyway, a state of being. To triumph in Christ is not something we do. It's something we are. It's who we are. Who are you? Who are you? Come on, tell me. Who are you? You are? Victorious in Christ Jesus. I'm a child of God. The person I met with in Boxburg reminded me of this. He says, Colin, don't forget, you're a son of the Most High God. Your heavenly Father, and he mentioned loads of things, he keeps his promise to you. You can go to him with anything, 
And I have some testimonies, even before the year started, how God, I ran to him with so much. I said, Lord, I don't know who to go to. I'm going to go to you. And following that, I said, Lord, what I need now is not only to know you as my Heavenly Father, but I need some good brothering, some good brothers next to me. Thank you, class, for being a good brother to me. Hey, that's amazing. So God, I want him to add some good brothers next to me. Brothers that will say, come on, let's do it for this King of glory. The second reason Paul is thankful in this verse is that God uses us to spread the knowledge of him where he writes in the verse uh, 14 and 15, but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us into a humble procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. So the second picture Paul uses to describe the believer is that we spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. My daughter just commented, and I'm stepping down because I have something here that I brought from home, which is my sweet perfume. All right, great. And she says, Dad, I can smell the cool water on you. So now I need to use the fan quickly, and I hope it works. And hopefully... I was going to get cheeky about this. Maybe I'll do that. So check this out. So you're getting my fragrance right now. Watch that. <laughs> I'm being very cheeky. Tell me about that. Is it good, eh? Can you smell it? All right. Those guys can smell it. Can you, can, are you getting a whiff of it? That's my fragrance. Eh? It's a cool water. It's called Davidoff. There we go. Can you smell it? Eh? More, more. Over here. So who wants to? So when I think through this, this is me. This is my brain. When I think of Christ, he wants, to, he wants me to be a fragrance to him. My daughter's looking at it. She says, Dad, I bought that for Father's Day. I mean, you're using it up in the church. Yeah. <laughs> hey? That is what we ought to be, a smelling fragrance. And we don't do this. Uh, who makes us the freshy? Jesus himself. So we carry the very fragrance of the knowledge of God to everyone, says Paul. There are lots of smells which get to our attention. If you drive through the farm and the windows are down, soon you're going to say, what's that smell? Right, Jenny? Yes. So when we take our sister-in-law to the airport and the windows are down, she says, what's that smell? It's coming from the farm. It's compost. Okay? We don't do compost on us, do we? No. We get something that is smelling good. So there's some sprays or aromas or uh, 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 fragrances that are repulsive. We don't like it. We don't want it. I don't like smoke. The burning of smoke. So I have a top hat. I'm always going to bring it with and get you to smell it. I was standing around a fire. And many of you have been around fires now. It's bright time. We're doing bright. And it's like, mm, you don't put that top on and go to a fan, uh, fancy place or fancy. No, you put that back into the wash. But consider the smell of good coffee. I stood around the prayer time. There was this good coffee. Some of you are going to enjoy that. Good coffee. The smell of cinnamon rolls. Popcorn in the movie theater. Or fresh pizza. Some of you are getting hungry now. These smells captivate us with positive thoughts and desires. Okay? Should have got some pizza going here and coffee brewing up front. And you get all the fragrance. Oh. So when the Roman general experienced the victory and he comes back, what used to happen is they would then light some incenses and parade with those incenses. And everybody in the town got the whiff of that incenses. So the priest going up ahead... In, uh, with the Romans, they would um, burn these things. Josephus, a historian, he says, and it was to give notification to everyone there was a victory. 
Christ's fragrance through us causes us to have that victory. So I've got something else I'm burning now. And you'll smell this, eh? Get the smell there, some way or the other. That's good, eh? Sorry, I don't know if it's going anywhere. Anyway, so I'm just like, you getting it? You smell that? It's much better. Some people are pulling their faces. My ancestors used this many years ago. That's okay. It's creating a fragrance. The Greek is God wants us to bring about this um, wonderful fragrance, uh, something diffused through us, Christ himself, the knowledge of Christ diffused through us, and it comes through the word of God. When we understand the full counsel of God, his character, who he is, and we live in that. We live in that in every area of our life so that others get this whiff. Paul says that we are like the incense in a parade, as we live out our lives, people should associate how we live like the one who leads the procession, Christ himself. So God uses us to manifest and reveal the knowledge of himself through us. A fragrance is a pleasant aroma, as you smelt. The believer is to make the knowledge of God a pleasant aroma. Paul says that it is an accomplished fact. God uses us to spread the knowledge of him in spite of ourselves. You can't make yourself a freshie. I used to teach this in the Kids Rock. I said, you take a, a can of, uh, fresh, um, fragrant can uh, of uh, air freshener, you rub it in the mud, and it looks very dirty, right? It looks muddy. And you look at it, oh, it's also look all stinky. You can rub it in the worst thing. But when you press the fra- fragrance of that, okay, sorry, thanks, love. When you press that spray, what it does is it creates a different fragrance altogether that comes out of the stinky thing. Thank you, love. So that didn't go down well with her. The cool water did, but not that. So Paul himself says, we are the fragrance of Christ. Those are being saved, and those perishing are impacted by the aroma we have. And it's got nothing to do with you and I. The gospel that we preach of God's love, this grace and mercy impacts those who are to be saved, but it also impacts those who are not want to welcome Christ, who do not want to welcome Christ into their lives. Through us, he brings the knowledge of Christ. Everywhere we go, people breathe in this exquisite fragrance because of Christ. We give of a sweet scent rising to God, which is recognized by those on the way of salvation, an aroma that is life-giving. So these are marvelous pictures. But they lead us to ask the question that Paul asked in verse 16, but thanks be to God who in Christ leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere, for we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one, a fragrance from death 
to the other fragrance from life to life. Who is adequate for these things? Who is sufficient to do, to do this? In ourselves, as I said before, we cannot do this. Christ does it in us, and he does it through us. In us and through us. He's doing this. And so we, as I said earlier on, we take this gospel and we want to spread it wherever we go. This is 2023. This is part of the triumphal procession. That's the brief part of the talk. That we need to go out here and the world need to smell Christ in us and on us. They must know that we're coming from the one who is victorious, walking in that victorious walk with him. And who is adequate? The short answer is no one, at least not on our own strength. We are stunned by how God uses ordinary people. I love the text where it says, and God uses what is not for his glory. God takes the ordinary things of life and he uses it. He says, how's God going to use me this year? He's going to use you. If you're part of his parade, he's going to use you. You go oh, on a victorious parade, a victorious parade, on a procession, and you're moving into that for his glory. And he wants to work through you, bringing life to what is broken, bringing life to what needs to be refreshed, areas that need the freshness of God. This is what we are asking God to do in and through us, a fresh today. Amen? Amen. So we have some pictures. It will come up now. Bit light in here. So we, in as a church, would in a, a aroma of generosity, move towards 24 children. That is part of the Umfeleni Kalicha Church community, and we were able to go and help them. And as a community, and I want to thank you for giving generously to the work and mission of God. That is part of the aroma. We went and we could put on some fresh clothing on those children. They'll always remember us as a community. If you want to play the little video clip, this is from the children to us at Common Ground Church. wonderful. I remember one of the ladies, um, Tamia and David, when they came to us, they said um, they had these 24 kids. They only have broken clothes. They don't have good. And I said, how can we respond as a church? And so God, even through us, I mean, yes, I was in the cold uh, face with these people, but we could move together because of the community I'm part of, even to take this fresh, wonderful fragrance of generosity to that community. We could put something on the table for them to eat. And this all happened around Christmas. So without you knowing this, we were touching lives, 24 kids' lives, and more, I guess, came into that space on Christmas Day. So we want to give thanks to God as Paul started off. Thank you, God, that we are able to walk victoriously. We are able to be your aroma and fragrance in our city. And we pray that we would not at any time stop wanting to do what you have called and purposed us to do. We want you to be our vision. We want you to guide us as a community, direct us as a community, as a people of God in a holy procession this year. We want to live in triumphant uh, procession and just forward movement of what the gospel 
is all about. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the richness of even knowing that you have called us as your own. And so we want to live as true children of God in the full identity as Christ's followers. To God be the glory. Amen and amen.